I actually wanted to talk to you about, I bought Mortal Kombat 11. We were talking about this in our last episode a little, uh, that Saturday where nothing felt important or I couldn't bring myself to be motivated by anything. The one thing that actually motivated me was I watched Mortal Kombat Legacy Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah. And that was awesome and super brutal for a cartoon. Yeah. I did not expect to see for Mortal Kombat though. It's it's about on brand for Mortal Kombat, I would say. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna see like the middle of someone's brain after somebody got cut (laughs) in half. Yeah. And I didn't realize, so th- that movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of a retelling of the first Mortal Kombat game or the first like tournament. Yeah. But is kind of more accurate to the Mortal Kombat 9, I guess, which was just titled Mortal Kombat from 2011. Does that yes yes you're correct because so i didn't i had to do too much research to figure out what was going on in mortal kombat 11 is somebody like i've played uh so so you missed the mk9 then yes so i had to go back on youtube and watch a like mortal kombat what's happened so far yeah and you gotta like the last mortal kombat i actively played that was like a long time ago yeah i was gonna say if you want to take a guess it you'll it was like three, I think. I was going to say that. Too. Yeah, I think Mortal Kombat 3 for the Super Nintendo. It's considered one of the best ones. So. Really? Was yeah. was 3 the one, though, that it was missing Scorpion? No. Or what? No. Was it two? No. no. Th- the I, first I version only... of 3 was, but Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 right. put I him think, back in. I think, I think that's... that's uh correct yeah that and i played the last game with mortal kombat in the title was mortal kombat versus dc but that's not in the mortal kombat continuity from what Mm i discovered uh it's i guess it's not technically but also in injustice they have hints they like they like hint towards it yes i do remember that because i have fully and like wildly invested in injustice one and two like i got injustice gods among us the gold edition Mm -hmm. and then i got injustice 2 and then bought the season pass and waited for every character to unlock and so like i got people like red hood and then i got hellboy and then i got the teenage mutant ninja turtles and that was so awesome and like super random and then it totally makes sense why the turtles were there because there have been three proper batman teenage mutant ninja turtles series and a Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated crossover yeah. that is in the style of the, not the most recent Nickelodeon Turtles, because that one looks terrible, but the one that Nickelodeon started doing when they first got the Turtles license, because Viacom bought the rights to Turtles from, I think, Kevin Eastman, because I think Laird sold his rights to Eastman, and then Eastman sold to Viacom. I think that sounds right. But anyway, it's, it's so it's that first Nickelodeon animated style and then it's batman the animated series or more like more like batman the new adventures style and it's like a it's a fun little crossover too but the proper batman teenage mutant ninja turtles crossover then even got the batman teenage mutant ninja turtles movie the animated movie 
that was awesome. But yeah, it totally makes sense. Like at the time I didn't realize like, why are the turtles here? This is amazing. And it's like, oh, cause uh, DC comics and IDW are doing crossovers in the issues. This totally makes sense. And so I, yeah, Injustice, those are phenomenal games. And then having bought a PS4 so that I could play Spider-Man for PS4 and now buying Mortal Kombat 11 on PS4, I want to go buy Injustice again for the PS4 just so that I can play it again because I have it for the Xbox and I just don't touch my Xbox much anymore. It just kind of sits there. It knows what it did. <laughs> but anyway, long off topic thing there. Yeah, did not play any, didn't play Mortal Kombat 9, uh, Mortal Kombat 10 or So were you L. were you able to get caught up then? So here's what I've got and you... I might just have you explain it to me, but I, I watched this so far and then I've made it about three quarters of the way through the story mode. And what I've gathered is that everything from Mortal Kombat 1 to Mortal Kombat 8, so that includes things like Deadly Alliance and others, I can't think of any, Armageddon. I think all of those yeah. were continued continuities and there, like there were a couple of tournaments and I know things like in Mortal Kombat 1, Sub-Zero, first Sub-Zero is killed by Scorpion, who I keep yep. wanting to call Hanzo because I've been playing. Yeah, they call him Hanzo. 11. Dude, yeah. uh, okay, so that that's that's a thing I'm going to need you to explain it's... if you can, is I don't understand how those two died and then came back. But okay, so what I got is that <laughs> like one and two have the continuity of like it's two different tournaments and in the first tournament, Scorpion killed Sub-Zero and like Liu Kang fought in the tournament and won and then like might have defeated Sh Sh not Shao Kahn, uh, uh, Shang, Shang Tsung. Yeah. And at that time, Shang Tsung was like the only bad guy. And then they started like retconning in new bad guys, right? which became like Shao Kahn. And then they introduced uh, that guy that I first saw in Scorpion's Revenge, which was the demon guy and he yeah i don't yeah, yeah yeah what was it quan chi yeah quan chi so he does a thing i don't want to ruin it but you know what i'm talking about like he disguises himself as a person and then like that is then kind of retconned the events of the first game and then like like so then it gets places and then i think it was Armageddon in I think I think what's what's important to keep in mind is that the movie the the Scorpion's Revenge has absolutely nothing to do with any of the games. So, so I like, I it's didn't its own thing. think it did, but it kind of fits to the new continuity but because and yeah, I, they pull ideas yeah uh, from it, you know so it like makes sense it fits but well and i know that quan chi around a different character quan chi did do the thing that led scorpion to do the thing fuck it i'm gonna spoilers okay so i know in the movie yeah quan chi disguises himself as sub-zero and kills scorpion's son and daughter entire clan and entire clan yeah kills his entire clan and that is kind of supposed to be the it, events from the first game. And so because of that, Sub-Zero is, is set up to be Scorpion's rival, even though Sub-Zero did nothing to Scorpion. So then... Scorp well, the, the clans 
the clans were rivals already. Oh, they were? Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. They were rivals, and then uh, Quan Chi just did that bullshit and set them both off against each other. Okay, so then in the first game, and in, well, because in the movie, in the movie, does he kill Sub-Zero? I can't remember now. In the movie... In the animated movie, the new one, does he kill Sub-Zero? He does. Okay, so I know... So Scorpion is dies and base same basically the same thing with Spawn. Like he's given an opportunity to come back to life, to get, you know, to do some sort of task to see his wife and child again. And it turns out like that was all a lie. And Quan Chi is just like a dick that basically just wanted the that that talisman to resurrect Shao Kahn. Was it Shao Kahn? uh no no um, no it's the other Shin guy shinnok shinnok who so shinnok i is, now know is the son of chronica from 11 yes and he is an elder god okay shinnok is an elder god is he on par with raiden or is he he is stronger than raiden is he raiden raiden is a I know he's the defender of Earth Realm. Yeah, he's a god. He's the god of thunder, but yeah. he's not an elder god. Okay, that's, that's why like there's like a whole meme and stuff that uh, every time Raiden does anything, he goes, "I need to consult the elder gods." And he has that to, is like, very um, true. I did notice that a lot. So, <clears throat> all of that aside, the thing I got is that like from Mortal Kombat one to Armageddon, those are like straight continuity of like, there's another tournament, there's another tournament, there's another tournament. And then yeah. from what I read, apparently future Raiden sends a message back to Mortal Kombat Tournament 1 Raiden. Mm -hmm. and yeah, at the end of uh, Armageddon. Yeah, at the end of Armageddon. And then that causes Raiden to make different decisions. And that's what Mortal Kombat nine is or just mortal Kombat. yes is the reboot so then because the, the raiden from the past gets like broken visions from himself in the future yes and it's like something's different we need to change this and then it like ruins everything <laughs> like completely interesting and then um so yeah yeah so then from mortal Kombat. 2011 to Mortal Kombat X and XL because XL I know is the you know complete edition. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat 10 from 9 to 10 there's events that transpire and like Johnny Cage gets green glowy energy and is like 10 is set like years after 9 10 is if I remember correctly, it's like 20 years, it's like 20 or 30 years. Yeah. And so like Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade, they have a daughter. Yeah. And most of the main characters have children. Yeah. That, Jax has a daughter that were still alive. Yeah. Um, I know there's a bunch of new characters in nine or in, in that were introduced in like nine or 10 that have carried over to 11 that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Like, uh Kodakon, but I kind of got his backstory. Kodakon, Aaron Black. Yeah, uh, Aaron Black. Deborah, who? 
Devora. Is she the spider lady that Scorpion? She is the bug lady. Yeah. Cool. I love when he cut her fucking arms off. Yeah. Because like, because I really grew attached to Hanzo. I really like. Yeah, you do. Right. I like Hanzo as a as an adaptation of Scorpion. Because like, okay, and so I get what the rev, rev revenants are. Uh huh. Was Sub Zero a revenant, or was he just a demon? Not Sub Zero. Sorry, Scorpion. Scorpion? Okay, so yeah, so here's the here's the thing. Okay. All right. The revenants, they really they were really confusing for me. I, I think I, I think I got it down now. So the original okay. sub zero. Okay. The very first one from the first game. Killed, killed by Scorpion. Uh Bihan. Hold on. Before I go there, Scorpion was killed, right, yes. by Quan Chi so that he could use him you know for, for yeah for for the tourist to, to uh, get the talisman the Shin- yeah but by <clears throat> right. Quan Chi as but, sub-zero um yeah i believe it was scorpion becomes a revenant by way of Quan Chi's magic okay but the thing is okay yeah, it, it was weird the way the way Quan Chi decided to resurrect Scorpion because he basically gave him his body back and he gave him like this power of the hellfire, hellfire right? stuff, right? The, the Scorpion. Yeah. Then he became I know that, Scorpion. Yeah, because he has the he has the well, it used to be a fatality, but now it's a brutality where he pulls his mask off and makes the fire. And then he he can do the fire teleportation thing, yeah. so that's just a demon power. It it is uh, the okay. power. It's it's kind of like Spawn, you know, like he was given the power and then he decided to keep it. Yeah, the necroplasm. Um, so basically, it's it's like that. He he just decided to keep it. Um, okay. But in in the game, he was also given his free will right after he was able to to break away from from Quan Chi after he got his revenge basically on on Sub-Zero interesting um, so after he killed Sub-Zero yeah Quan Chi was like oh sweet another dead guy let me take over him too yeah and he and resurrected him Noob Saibot as Noob Saibot yeah and it was one of those two it was either Scorpion or Sub-Zero i'm pretty sure it was um uh sub-zero noob cybot that he said was his uh it, it was his masterpiece it was like his perfect creation interesting um, in the sense of uh a revenant so noob cybot is also a revenant but he commands the shadows cool. so like he gives he gives them like little abilities that that like add on interesting but so they technically are considered revenants okay now scorpion has since he has his free will he was able to ease his anger you know like over time yeah uh, i his. remember that um and actually the the main thing that did that was actually an mk not or an mkx uh-huh. when he kills Quan chi um for good so then he's like all right I'm good. He actually teams up with the second Sub-Zero because he's like, we're fighting for no reason. Quan Chi did this bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah and, they're, and they're really good friends in 11. And I really yeah. like their friendship. 
Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so, so I, I, there's a part in the story of Eleven where one of them says something about like both of them coming back from the dead. Like did second Sub-Zero die at some point? Uh, let me think. Because that, that was what confused me is it's like, well, Sub-Zero and Scorpion yeah. are both human. And, and then like even I made it to a point, I got this on Saturday. I spent Saturday and Sunday this week sorry so last saturday i watched the movie and then this saturday i got the game i spent saturday and sunday playing nothing but like uh the towers of time and mm -hmm. doing like the training to unlock more stuff and did not play any of the story and i uh i went into character customization with a k and <laughs> yeah i love that joke uh and changed up Scorpion's special moves so that I had more accessible, you know, like back forward triangle, down forward X. I had more of those special moves. And then when I started playing the story mode, you, you first start out as playing as Hanzo Scorpion. And I yeah. didn't have some of those moves. And I'm like, why, why can't I do that? And then again, spoilers, I got to the part where Hanzo dies and then you play as classic Scorpion, Scorpion yeah. and he has some of those moves. Like he has yeah. down forward X where you do the, the fire breathing skull and he has back forward triangle where you turn into a skeleton and go through them, but he doesn't have, dash. yeah, he dashes. Yeah. He doesn't have like down forward circle where he, where Hanzo spends double chains and hits him because like i i chain that combo to so many other things and so like he's, he's got more he he's got more uh the, his younger version has more fire yeah he, more of the demon thing he uses like the fury of the hellfire more yeah so i didn't i didn't realize that until playing through the story mode that they have different move sets even and i'm like okay that's like next level like cool for storytelling it like it's one thing to just have the old skins and the new skins because of the story being that like time is kind of folding in on itself and everyone's past self is coming forward. And I, I love that they hold the, the like law of conservation of time where like if something happens to your past self, it happens to your future self. Yeah. And like I thought in, in the uh, Kano. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I thought Johnny like getting shot in the cheek was going to be the only time they did that. But then when Sonya just fucking straight up shoots Kano in the face and future Kano or present Kano, I guess, dissolves into sand. That was awesome. Yeah. That was like, like one of the most satisfying. <laughs> yes. Cause that, Kano's that rivalry. such a dick is from the original game like, oh yeah yeah long term i mean I, re I remember it from the first movie the live action yeah, one well yeah because kano like killed sonya's partner right or like it or it took jack's hostage or like Jax, yeah yeah kano has fucked with sonya since mortal kombat one since like 1992 basically yeah and so yeah that was that was a super satisfying moment but i was really happy to see because like up to that moment you know it was kind of explained well oh johnny got shot in the face 
And so the other one has a scar now, which means that like Johnny lives and it heals, but since they're out of their normal timeline and, and time is now fluid, time is now reactive instead of set in stone. And so right. it was cool to see that like, yeah, in real time when like she fucking shot Kano in the eye, other Kano like turns and has this giant gaping hole in his face and then just like dissolves into sand. It was so awesome. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I, I okay. I most of most of the confusion comes from like how, like yeah, Scorpion became Hanzo and like human and stuff. But I didn't realize that Quan Chi gave him his body and he had free will. Yeah, it, it's like if you think about the other. Um, actually, there's there's a because the rest of the revenants seemed pretty fucked up. Yeah. And then I know Jax was a revenant in one of them and he got healed, but I don't know yes. why or how. So he was healed by the Jinsei, I believe. I think that's what happened. The Jinsei is is like the life force of Earth. It's like this this liquid um I saw that. Um yeah. in was it was it Mortal Kombat 9 or 10? Like someone goes into it and turns the sky red. Was that? That was 10. That, that was 10? Yeah. Okay. So 10, because uh, Quan Chi did that, right? Shinnok. Shinnok did that. Okay. Um, yeah, that's like the life force of Earth. I, I got that. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's, there's actually a, a dialogue with uh, noob cybot where somebody's like you you're free now like Quan Chi's dead why don't you uh you know what are you what are you doing now like <laughs> what um i forget what his response is but you know, i, cool I didn't even think about that, that. Yeah. yeah i i do love the dialogue that is like character specific like um in that level where you fight as either sub-zero or scorpion we actually went back and replayed both characters. Uh, and I remember that from Injustice 2. They kind of did that too, where they would partner up two characters and then you chose, do you want to fight right. as character A or character B? And then to eventually like get the full, uh, like 100% for completing the story, you have to go back and play as character whatever you didn't play the first time. Right. And so I think the first playthrough, I picked Sub-Zero because at that time... I was like, oh, Sub-Zero is cool. But then I've now gotten like super good. Like forget what I said like two weeks ago about like Sub-Zero. Scorpion's my guy now. Like his moves. Scorpion was my favorite. Dude, Scorpion is awesome. His moves. And because of Quan Chi, like taking Scorpion's thing, I spent the entire Scorpion's Revenge thinking like, God damn it, Sub-Zero's a dick. And I said he was my favorite character. And then it's like, oh, it wasn't him. All right, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that That one was actually the the first one uh bihan that turned into noob saibot he was a fucking asshole well yeah, yeah oh yes he was but when in in the movie scorpion's revenge i thought sub-zero was a bad guy and it's like oh it was Quan chi that murdered okay. hanzo's son and wife who you have this like awesome opening scene where like hanzo's like carrying his kid on his shoulders and like like it like really, yeah, really building cool. a bond with like a father and then you're like what the 
fuck Sub Zero? Like, why? Why did you do that? And so, like, I spent half of that movie being like, Sub Zero's a dick. And then the end of it is like, okay, he's not that bad. But yeah, yeah, modern Scorpion is awesome, and changing his move set made him even more badass. And I love the thing. I, I'm really, I've had mixed feelings about the character customization. Um, but it, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. It, is there any more to the story that like I really I've missed or like is really important to understanding why like we're here? I mean, yeah, a lot kind of happened in MKX. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really regretting not, not playing that one. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't play it either, but I watched this uh, YouTuber. I guess uh, this could be uh, my... Uh, little, little throw out? Yeah, my, my creator uh, recommendation for this little... Uh, <laughs> yeah, this little half episode. Yeah. But um, uh, his name is Super, right? Just just Super. Okay. Uh, is it spelled uh, funny, like S-O-O-P-E-R? No, or like just... Just normal S U P E R. Nice. Uh, super. Um, he that. plays fighting games, mainly Mortal Kombat and another round games, Mortal Kombat and Justice. He Such plays a ton of um, MKX. Yeah. Kind of leading up to um, Injustice 2, I discovered him and I just started binging all of his MKX videos. And he still plays MKX. Um, nice every now and then but he also plays like dragon ball z fighters and um so that is also on sale for the summer special and i i bought the base game on the switch and i saw that the like full fuck your face with everything like all of the fighting characters and everything that comes out to like 110 dollars is on sale right now for like 15 dollars and i was like I really want to get that. Yeah, right. But like I I found the story mode of that game so boring and there were no there was no like unlock stuff. Like that's one thing that I think Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat uh Some kind 11 of that work towards. Yeah, is and and so so those are those are my two frames of references for like fighting games and I've been comparing those to a lot. Like I loved Injustice 2. Like, I thought it was phenomenal. I was hesitant with their customization system going into it because mm-hmm. I really liked Injustice 1. I really liked that you had just straight up alternate skins. Like, for Superman, yeah. you had like Red Sun Superman. Uh, for Batman, there was like a new 52 version and there were like classic versions and other characters had like different versions. And even if you I know this because I worked towards it and I fucking never did it. If you played Injustice on a tablet, like the mobile game of Injustice, and you unlocked a Batman card and you linked your mobile game to Injustice 1, you would unlock the Batman Beyond skin for Batman. And it was not included in Injustice Gold. You could literally only do it by playing that stupid tablet game, which was like a tap button screen fighter. And like you had to buy, like you had, you had cooldowns. So like you couldn't just like massively play it. Like, you, you know, you had like a certain number of 
diamonds or coins or oh man whatever so you could only do a certain number of battles and each battle yielded you like a certain number of coins and then you could buy card packs and if a card pack had a batman you're good but if it didn't have a batman you had to like get to the first one and it was like a thousand coins or something like i i never got it and i because batman beyond is is like one of my favorite batman interpretations and so I, i like I was excited for that skin and I liked that the Injustice had dedicated skins. And then so when Injustice 2 came out and it was customizable pieces, I was kind of nervous because I was like, well, I really wanted skins. I wanted full reskins of characters. And then I got into like the customization of like Hellboy and um, Red Hood and the Turtles and sub-zero where i mean you could change their weapons you could change their mass like okay so for like sub-zero is like you could change his mask you could change his torso you could change his arm armor you could change his pants and you could change his weaponry and then with like superman it was like face cape logo pants and like supergirl it was like face cape logo skirt and Hellboy, it was like horns, like goggles, the right hand of doom, and the jacket. And it was it was super awesome. Like you you could literally make these like really unique characters. And they did alternate skins for a couple of people. So like for Hal Jordan, they did a Jon Stewart skin. So they completely reskinned him, but you couldn't change his gear. And so for like um, Captain Cold, I think is his name, they had a Mr. Freeze skin, mm-hmm. but you couldn't change his gear. Like you could you could change the gear to have different attributes, but it didn't change the appearance. Yeah, they were premium skins. They were premium skins. I did buy them because I bought them in the, uh, the download pack or the whatever. Um, I think the best one in my opinion is um, the uh, Raid in Black Lightning yes that one was super cool so when mortal kombat 11 was announced i was like okay cool maybe they'll carry over that from injustice 2 the style that i had really grown accustomed to and then i i know even like a year ago you and i were talking about this with spawn i had high hopes for spawn's customization and i feel very disappointed in it because the only three things you can change on him are the boot, his so his right foot, his right arm, and his cape. And then, of course, you know, you can do yeah, different and skins. Then, and then the skins, yeah. But the only two boots I care about are the, the one that comes standard, the big boot with the spikes, and then the other leg that looks like a normal spawn leg where it has, like, the, the little cuff with the spikes. And it's like that, those are the only two like I really care about. The other ones look cool, but they're obviously like not traditional spawn stuff. And then the right hand, I really only like like the default one. And then the capes are kind of cool, but like none of them really stand out for me. And then I, I like that there's the skin option of uh, the like kind of combat spawn where he's got the bandana and the, and the gun bullet straps and everything like that's you know straight up from like the cover of issue seven or something or issue 30 mcfarland did that because he did that to sell toys and it it worked like he 
he made so many different variations of spawn to sell toys. And I, I bought a bunch of them. I know a ton of other people did too, but I, I like that you get the classic spawn costume, which looks very much like the spawn costume from HBO's animated spawn. And then I really like that, like, kind of medieval knight spawn that really does have a Mortal Kombat feel to it. Like, I, I really like that as an alternate skin. I think that's a good Mortal Kombat interpretation of spawn. But I, I was really, really hoping that there would be different customizations to the face. Because I wanted, you know, like, glowing eyes. I wanted the... I wanted like a, a, a normal, like human Al Simmons head because that happens. Yeah, I like every, that too. Yeah, every like mask, 30 yeah. issues and maybe like 50 issues or whatever in Spawn. It happens two or three times. Like Spawn has gotten his Al Simmons face back a couple of times. Or I wanted the hamburger face or the shoelace face or the more recent Spawn issues he's had like the the mask has actually made teeth yeah like i i wanted all of that as a yeah, customization I thought, yeah i did too so i was i was pretty let down by that and then same with like the terminator or the t800 i was really hoping that i'd be able to do like more endoskeleton stuff and yeah. like really you just have those skins where like you can see the left arm that's kind of cool but i like i really wish they would have done like at least for skins, I wish they would have done like a younger Arnold from like, you know, Terminator 1 or like the more Terminator 2 gear. But I, I know a lot of... They had a Terminator, Terminator 2 skin. Yeah, it's kind of there. He has the, the jacket and everything. Yeah. But it just, it it feels like older Terminator. Un uh, is it Uncle? Yeah, Uncle Carl from Dark Fate. Because I know that that was the obvious thing was like, it was kind of a tie-in to help promote the movie yeah. that a lot of people hate. And I have mixed feelings about like some of some parts of that movie. I really love some parts of it. I really dislike uh, some characters are more exciting than others. Like some people were obviously just put there to like move the plot forward. Like it was, it was, it was a very strange mix. And you can, you can tell that it's, it's all because James Cameron isn't behind the, the camera. He's not directing them. So it, it, it feel and they've done and we'll kind of talk about this I think in, in an episode like two or four weeks from now they've it feels like they've been trying to find that third installment every time and it just doesn't work and that's kind of the downside to like long-running series is you either have to like keep just dragging it out or you have to keep rebooting it or you have to do something and I've seen a lot of series like that lately. But anyway, in in Mortal Kombat 11, I, I really wish I, I I really wish there was just like a straight up endoskeleton skin. I love the look of the endoskeletons, especially because yeah. Terminator 2 when they're like storming the beach and crushing skulls with their feet, like that was terrifying as a kid to me. And it was and that like it's to this day now that's so cool and like that movie really pioneered computer uh, generated special effects. And, and so like, I was really hoping for like an endoskeleton and stuff, but I'm, I'm glad I bought the combat pack because it came with all the skins for all the people. And like, there's a Harley Quinn one for Cassie and there's a, 
a Hellspawn skin for Jackie, and there's a Sarah Connor skin for Sonya. Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff to be had there, but I'm I'm still just kind of let down by the fact that it's like three customizable items that don't. That's not the the piece I wanted to customize. Like with Terminator, like I don't care what his grenades look like. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like yeah. even even Sub Zero, like I don't care which knives he's not gonna use that are in yeah. his belt. Like I don't know. What did, what did what did you feel about the customization or how do you yeah, feel that, about like that, a lot of the premium DLC in general? There were there were a lot of missed opportunities with those little customization details like you said you're not even going to be able to see like they're just like little trinkets on the belt or something yeah okay what i don't i don't care about this like give me something noticeable that i'm gonna look at in the game and be like that's fucking badass yeah like i like that you could change the end of scorpion spears like those kind of make a a more prevalent appearance especially when you do your like them and you know he you see it a lot exactly but then like changing Sonya's gloves. Yeah. Like they all look the same. And it's like, and it's not, it's not my definition. Like I'm playing on a, on a 4k TV. <laughs> like, but they, they, I mean, just like they're, they're so, they're so close to looking like everything else. And they're, and then uh, the augment, you know, trying to get the experience and unlock the augments and add the augments and that costing coins and everything. I, that's kind of a deterrent to change my gear out until I've unlocked the gear that I want. Like I kind of regret that like the first gear piece I picked for Scorpion, I was just like, oh, this is cool. I'll level it up. And then I didn't realize like, dude, it takes forever to level up gears to get to the third augment unlock. And I wouldn't really worry about that. That's mainly for like. I mean, I know it doesn't um, like increase combat, but like you can get like more coins if you win. Or like, I think I have one that like, you know, if I lose, I get a hundred coins. Or if I do a brutality as my finisher, I get like three hearts. And I I really like the crypt area. And so I want to go get more hearts for the crypt chests. And I want to go get more souls for the soul thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I feel yeah. like I think maybe just cuz I I've already gone through all the everything in the crypt, so you have? that kind of stuff it it doesn't, you know, like nice. I'm like whatever, I don't need that. Yeah, it like cuz I wanted like all the gear, every single piece of gear that I could get from the crypt, so I went through like yeah, the entire I thing. It's crazy. I've I finally yeah. got like Hanzo's rope dart thing and uh the uh, ermax amulet and obviously the hammer that's like the first one you get i've gotten a lot but i still feel like there's so much and i feel like the hearts are going to be the hardest thing i'm not getting a lot of hearts yeah. and they fucking look that little icon looks like a real human heart and i'm like i'm not used to that in video games i'm used to the you know cutesy <laughs> legend of zelda heart-shaped heart yeah this game is this game is uh, super brutal god the I unlocked, oh, and yeah, uh, uh, fatalities took me forever to figure out. And then it, it didn't, I don't feel like it really explained to me like distance basing. And so like I went to do the fatality training uh-huh. and it, I realized like, oh, I'm standing in a square. Oh, I can do a fatality now. 
And like now I understand fatalities and I end like every match with a fatality because I get hearts. So the, this this game, I'm not sure how much you, you know about it, um, like technically, but um, it's it's considered the most balanced Mortal Kombat ever. Really? Because okay. there, there are certain mechanics that they put in the game to to make it like that and i'm not going to get into detail right now because it's a lot of shit okay but um when we do end up finally playing i can explain it yeah because it'll be it'll make much more sense you know like if you're actually like hands-on than me just telling you but okay do you mean like character balanced or like um no it's like um the for example if you're fighting somebody and they have you in like a combo mm-hmm. instead of just like having to wait for the combo to be over and eating all that damage yeah you can break out of it there's ways to break out of it there's a um, combo I... uh there's there's a uh, combo interruptions um nice uh, there's counters and there's i uh, have countered a lot of people with a k uh i have (laughs) (laughs) the joke never gets old yeah i've i've done a lot of counters and i know like yeah you can get out of grabs with by countering grabs and you can yeah you can take grabs if you time it right yeah and you can do like flawless uh blocks or flawless counters and stuff yeah yeah, you know what? It, thinking of that now, because I I do remember. I think it was Mortal Kombat versus DC. I remember that one being really, like, because I always remember Mortal Kombat. Like, you had to do specific button presses to do combos. Like, it wasn't just like, like I feel like with Street Fighter or even Tekken, you can kind of just press different buttons and you can like chain a combo together but like mortal kombat you had to do yeah and that's it's uh execution yeah you you specifically had to do certain buttons yeah you can't just like do a punch and then do a kick it has to be in a series of combos and then you and you can chain combos into other combos if you can like juggle someone or if you change your attack height and stuff you can link to you know five move combos to make like a 10 or an 11 to 12 move combo um yeah i now that you say that you're right i i do feel like it's a lot more balanced and i have not played online yet just because i i don't have playstation plus right now like i think we bought it during like the start of quarantine so that we could play a couple of games online and then like never really did but I do have PlayStation Now, which I think has 10 on it. But I was disappointed because you couldn't play as any of the DLC characters. Uh, that Okay, so one thing, and this, this, is, this is a small complaint, but it's, it's in reference to every NetherRealm game. I wish that the DLC characters were like part of the story. I understand why they're not because obviously oh. some people. Well, it's funny you say that. Why? Because you need to play Aftermath. Oh, so that's, that was what I was going to say. That's what I figured was that Aftermath is a story specific DLC, 
with it's character. A story, it's a story expansion that yeah. expands the, the roster as well. Yes, that yeah, exactly. It's a it's a story mode expansion that expands the rosters. And so I have those characters. I have uh I know one of them's Robocop, and I think is the other one was one of them Nightwolf? Was he part of the aftermath or was it Sidel? Yeah. Oh, so the so the guest characters are not gonna be part of it. Obviously. Yeah. So that was that was my thing. Like I wish that like because in Soul Calibur 2 and 4 and I think 5, the guest characters are part of the story. And I say that because I know 2 had Spawn on the Xbox, Hayachi from Tekken yeah. on PlayStation 2, and Link from Zelda on GameCube. And I I feel like they were part of the guest stories, but I know that specifically with Soul Calibur 4, all the Star Wars characters, they were part of the story. Like they even talk about like coming from a different dimension. And I think they even with Soul Calibur 5 having Ezio and 6 having... Um, Oh, our boy. Geralt, the Witcher? Geralt, yeah, the Witcher. I think they have a story mode that's like part of the story. And so like I I beat the Tower of Time with Spawn and I got his like little cinematic ending. Mm -hmm. But I know that doesn't tie in to the Kronika and the, you know, Quan Chi story. Yeah. And I wish it did, but who who are the roster characters that came with Aftermath that are Mortal Kombat? It is uh, well, even the even the characters before Aftermath um, from the uh, combat pack. So it's Shang Tsung, okay, uh, Nightwolf, Shiva, Fujin. So they're all in Aftermath. They are all in Aftermath. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, I was like, I haven't seen, like, all I keep hearing is, like, you know, Shang Tsung's dead, and then I know Fujin is Raiden's brother? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. He's the god of wind. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I know Nightwolf is an older character, but I, I don't know much about him. Actually, uh, oh, Sindel as well is in it. Sindel is Shao... Khan's wife? Shao Khan's wife, yeah. Does that make her not Jade, but the other one? Katana's mother. Katana's mother, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I got that from the interaction between Katana and Shao Khan uh, in the arena when, like, Shao Khan kind of comes back. She says something about, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I spared your life because of your mother. But so, okay, cool. That makes sense. Um, but Nightwolf actually, yeah, he's he's like an insanely powerful character. Awesome, yeah. I didn't some of these characters that I wasn't familiar with, like Kota Khan. Like I was like, dude, this guy's a dick, playing him in the towers because like his. Yeah. So he he was. Um, he takes over he, Outworld. He was the leader of one of Shao Khan's armies, I believe. He was okay. like a like a general. Yeah. And then uh, he, like, tried to defy Shao Kahn. So then Shao Kahn, uh, like, 
basically made him a slave. Okay. And um, after Shao Kahn died, he like rose up and took power. Yeah, I got that. And then because I got to the part where Shao Kahn like breaks his back, but then because Jade yeah. technically little, defeated little Khan can't catch a fucking break in that game, dude. He, but like, but after because like because he was in love with Jade, right? Or like he marries Jade in yeah. one of them, and then she dies or something, right? Yeah. She- she dies in ten. In which one? Mo- most of the main characters that are revenants yeah. died in uh, MK9. They were killed by Sindel. Really, I did not know that. Yeah. So, one of my favorite things from this game, from Mortal Kombat 11, was when Raiden and Liu Kang are fighting, and he's like you know, I'll kill you or I'll defeat you or something. And then Raiden gets that like moment of clarity where he's like, this has happened before. And then it shows. Yeah. All the different timelines, all the different timelines with all the different skins. And like that then makes like an awesome level of like why the skins exist. Yeah. And like, yeah. Seeing like Luke Kane with like the tattoos and like the, like the long hair and the, you know, the, the, the leather jacket, vest thing versus like shirtless and then like Raiden with his all like all his different costumes like that's super cool because I know like those are kind of from different games but also like kind of different timelines and like different interpretations and stuff so like that was really cool but I think it's really it's still very confusing that they've now introduced yeah time travel well time yeah time well twice technically because of like Raiden sending visions back. Like I get that to reboot the series so that you can kind of keep it fresh. But then, yeah, having like now the time duplicates and everything. And I, I have, again, I haven't gotten to the end of the main story. I have theories as to what's going to happen, especially now that I've seen two of the present characters die that are main characters. So it's like with seeing Sonya die and then Hanzo die, I have theories of how the the story mode's gonna end. And I'm 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 like I'm leaving myself like I don't want to be like We're too wrong. disappointed. Are we? You are wrong. Oh no. Whatever you're thinking. Cause I'm thinking wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you, but don't still ruin it. I have I I feel like it's either gonna be one of two things, like either one everything's going to go back to the way it was and like everyone's going to be alive and normal or like two that all of the timelines are going to kind of converge and maybe like I'm hoping for like uh, a DC's crisis on infinite earths situation where like we end up with like the best possible timeline of like all of the best versions. So like Lou Kane's not a revenant and then like Hanzo's still a badass, and then Raiden's not crazy, and then like Kodakon is still good, but like Jade's alive and they're married, and then Jax like isn't crazy but does have a daughter. Like I'm I'm hope like I'm optimistically hoping for that, but I know that it's a Mortal Kombat series and good I, I things say, aren't allowed to happen. Uh... Uh, okay, you can. All, all you can I'm gonna say, 
All I'm gonna say, yeah, is that they they don't even give you the satisfaction of knowing for sure. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what what they, about what about they, aftermath? Have you they, gotten aftermath? They leave yet? it open. Leave- I'm not gonna say anything about aftermath. Fuck me, because <laughs> that's what it seems like. Is that from what I what I learned from the um, Mortal I mean, Kombat well, I, I so think that far? Fact, the, the ending. It's it's satisfying, okay. but it's not. It's not like this is it. This is how it ends, and then move on. It's okay, like, okay. Because that this is this is the next part, and what's next, you know? And then it just so it. I'm yeah. I'm also kind of expecting that because then going back and trying to find out what happened, I'm seeing that like Deadly Alliance ended with that like we need to change things, and then Mortal Kombat ended with like stuff happened and then like 10 ended with like Raiden cutting off one whatever that guy's name is Shinnok. yeah Shinnok's head yeah Sh- Raiden cut off Shinnok's head and is like becoming evil so like I, I definitely see that there's these like open-ended stories and that they're not like definitively concluded and that's kind of upsetting but what I I have to say out of every fighting game ever like any of them that i can think of mortal Kombat, tekken street fighter marvel versus capcom snk like any of those fighting games mortal Kombat has the best stories and they actually make sense as to why you're fighting in a fighting game yeah like because like marvel versus capcom never like one and two never really explained why Marvel characters are fighting Capcom characters. Marvel versus Capcom Infinity was just a garbage game. Uh, Tekken has some story, but like it's so convoluted that it doesn't really make sense. And like Street Fighter, I feel like there's no real story there. Like there's no real character growth. There's no heavy outcome or like decisions to be made. Like, you know, Ryu's never deciding if he has to like snap Ken's neck to save the world or anything. Like I feel like Mortal Kombat has like real stakes and and people are dying and, and coming back as like these possessed zombie demon things. And like, you know, there's there's weight of like loss and concern for like we have to save the world or we have to prevent the merger of the realms. Like there's real story-driven consequences to these games, and it's very impressive. Right. That's how I feel about Mortal Kombat, and that's a it's an awesome game, and I'm really glad I bought it at yeah. that sale price. Yeah. And I'm really I'm still holding out for Ash from Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. Oh, speaking of that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's always going to be speculation and like quote-unquote leaks and stuff and of course you you never know for sure until it actually happens but there is speculation that we will be getting more dlc characters Mm -hmm. i've heard Uh, that just based off of some tweets from ed boone yeah the the co-creator but um you know uh I'm I'm still holding out hope for for uh, Ash as well because I think that would be awesome and oh yeah and if not you know it, we at least know it's it's not because it, they just didn't want to put him in there but you know there's there's a lot of legal 
reasons uh, why he wasn't in there already because he was supposed to be. Yeah, I know that like a press image that was sent out had like in the fine print something about like Ash courtesy of I can't remember if it's Paramount or TriStar or something. But yeah, that that series has so many legal issues that even within the Army of Darkness Evil Dead continuity, you know, because they, they did the first two movies and then they did the third movie on a big budget and then they did the reboot, which didn't really hold continuity, but kind of did if you consider that after credit scene, but then that didn't really go anywhere. And then they finally did the the stars ash versus evil dead series that's amazing but even in that they did like a pick and choose kind of thing of like what was continuity and what was timeline and so they like picked events from evil dead one and people from evil dead one and then like small stuff from evil dead two and they kind of glossed over army of darkness until like the third season when the rights got bought back and so then they kind of like explained like oh time travel's possible and that's how they like called out to army of darkness but they still like never showed any of the clips in the flashbacks so yeah as much of a disaster as like that legal right is i i can only imagine trying to get him into a video game from an entirely separate company yeah that's produced by warner brothers i guess because warner brothers yeah owns nether realm or or they're the distributor or something because it yeah. used to be midway and now it's just nether realm and nether realm almost exclusively just makes mortal Kombat or injustice yeah pretty much yeah so yeah hopefully it happens and, and i know like you said I, I i do think there are more characters coming and i'm i'm excited to see who it's going to be uh though i don't know many other Mortal Kombat characters. So it's like, I don't know, like they could add some like fan favorite and I would have no idea who it is. Yeah. Because at this point, like every character that I'm aware of is now already there. Like, you know, the, the, the roster from the original three games, pretty much they're all there except for some of the robots aren't playable, but they're in the story. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope it's not them. That would, that would, be really disappointing those are huge fan favorites i know they are but having already seen them in the game like it's great that they're part of the story but if they become playable i hope that's just like a free add-on i hope it's not well nether realm has a has a like a system where they don't repeat their dlc characters i did know that yeah that's so but anyway, all right. I'm going to go fucking eat and feed the animals and get ready for work and shit. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to do that too. Sounds good, man. Well, I'll, uh, I'll get this. I'm probably going to cut this into two episodes. We'll call it a comic episode, a Mortal Kombat episode. All right. And uh, we'll, I'll, just, I'll put those out like sometime next week after the proper episode, which I'm going to start editing after this. Or continue editing. I started listening to it yesterday i just need to start cutting today so 